0: And thanks again for listening to this episode. I'm just giving you a fair warning that in this episode, we do talk about the Eternals. So there are tons of spoilers midway through the episode. Also, I was testing out some new gear whenever Emily and I were recording in this episode. Um, There there seemed to be some feedback um, on Emily's end whenever I would talk. Um, So I'm just giving you a fair warning about that as well. I'm sorry if it bothers you. I'm hoping that whenever I try using the gear again, um next episode that it doesn't happen anyway i hope you guys enjoy the episode hello welcome to the projection project my name is rain i'm your super awesome epic and cool host and today i have with me emily hey <laughs> how do you up, you feel about- oh geez I, i'm so mean i just cut you off a whole bunch it's fine well how do you feel about being on the podcast
1: um i okay i've not actually been on one since I had to do a project for school and I feel like I'm going to mess up, but we're here.
0: People always talk about how they're really nervous and then I ask them how they feel afterwards and they're like, Oh, that was pretty good. Like it felt like a normal conversation. And I felt forgot that we were recording. And I was like, Yeah, it feels like that all the time, to be honest. Like
1: <laughs> honest yeah. I- I don't know, like, the sense of when we were about to start recording. I was like, ah! But it's just, like, what we were, like, talking for hours earlier, so. Yeah. Like, in reality, like, podcasts in general
0: are only, are basically just talking with your friends or whoever you're on the podcast with. And I'm based, and I'm always on here with friends, so it's just talking with friends about stuff that I like. Yeah. So, as you guys know, it is November, or hopefully, whatever you listen to this, it's November, even though November is almost over, so basically since it's november we're gonna this episode is gonna be no nuanced november themed um so basically these are just our hot takes unpopular opinions anything kind of like that all right so hang on to the ride i don't know and if you disagree with us um you can suck it (laughs) no no just uh, it's, it's totally okay if you disagree with us this is just what we think um about harry potter marvel and some shifting takes um Uh, yeah. So you can hold on to your seatbelt for the ride. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Let's go. Let's get into it.
0: (laughs) All right. So first, um, we're going to start with Harry Potter. Here's some of our unpopular hot takes
1: about Harry Potter. So would you like to start? I will start. Um, I have to say, um, I hear a lot of other people talking about, um, sorting, different characters into different houses. And I completely agree with how unrepresented Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw and how uh Slytherin is perceived in the books as to be evil. But I I have to kind of agree with um everybody being in Gryffindor as like who they are as a person just because how JKR wrote them. But we can't really like I guess with the whole fandom thing we don't necessarily agree with JKR with a lot of things but I just how they were written how I grew up realizing them I just I've always seen them in Gryffindor and nothing else like the way Hermione acts she should be and yes she's smart but the just because she's in Gryffindor and she's she can't be smart kind of thing like that's where it always threw me off and um the whole Harry should have been in Slytherin that's kind of the whole point you know with like he wanted to be in Gryffindor so that's kind of how his perception became in Gryffindor and with Ron I think we all kind of agree with Ron being in Gryffindor. He really kind of just emulates it in some way. And Neville, at the end of the day, I agree that he should be um, in Gryffindor because in the end of the day, he really just steps up to be this brave leader in a way. And it really shows his character development in his house and shows how he develops as a person through his house and how he emulates his house. And I think that's pretty cool to see in the books. So that's one of the hot takes I have on that.
0: Uh, I definitely agree with like Neville. Like he, in the last book, cause Harry and Ron and Hermione got, he definitely like stepped up to the, to the I can't, oh, stepped up to the plate, there we go. I couldn't think of the phrase. Um, he ch- changed a lot in a good way. And he showed that he was a true Gryffindor. So I truly believe that he belongs in Gryffindor. There are other, there are like, if he didn't belong to, if they didn't belong in this house, here's what house they belong in. I'm not, yeah. gonna, t- I'm not gonna talk about that um, because it's not important. So I'm not, but there are some characters where I feel like they don't necessarily belong in their house. Like, I feel like not all the Weasleys belong in Gryffindor. And I think a lot of people believe in that. this. I think a lot of people believe in this, but a lot of people have different takes about each Weasley. Um, Why did I say we- Weasley? <laughs> I said Weasley so weird. Um, uh, I made a video about this, but I think I changed my opinion. Um, I think only like one or two of them can truly stay in Gryffindor. The rest of them gotta move, gotta go. The rest of them gotta go. Um, but I think, I j- JK, I was like, all right, one person has to, a whole family has to stay in Gryffindor, which I think is weird. Like, like, um,
1: why why is that family the, the person like all the whole like supposedly is the personality trait of that they're family. all so generally different
0: too and I'm like this is odd like obviously it's hard too because we don't know those characters values but like it's it just feels like they don't belong there like I know a lot of people talk about how the Weasley twins don't really belong in Gryffindor I truly do believe that they actually do belong in Gryffindor um but I think they're one of those characters where if they weren't in Gryffindor, here's what house they belong in. Um, they fit in their back category. Um, I think Ginny stays in Gryffindor. Ron, I think if he weren't in Gryffindor, he'd be a Hufflepuff. He's like a good mix of both.
1: He's um, definitely golden retriever loyalty. He really shows like loyal true he, yeah, he's kinds. very
0: oh, loyal kinds. and he's very trustworthy he he didn't break harry's trust the whole time he was his friend um and that probably meant a lot to harry um but um and then bill oh, i skipped percy <laughs> i think percy um would be a slytherin he went after what he wanted and he went against his family which like it's it's very ambitious very determined for what he wanted um so otherwise I I also do think he could like they fit Gryffindor in different ways but I do think Percy belonged in Slytherin I do think Bill would be in Ravenclaw um uh if he were in Gryffindor and I think I don't know Charlie well enough even though I read the books but they just don't show Charlie that much um but they I think speak about him yeah they uh, like sometimes it. and he's but... there very little but I would say probably just to just how different he seems from everyone else, probably Ravenclaw as well. Um, the younger siblings are more Gryffindor, I guess. The older ones are not.
1: But- I just don't understand how Molly was a Gryffindor. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how she would be, but I just they don't really talk much about like young Molly. But like, and some points where I'm like, is she a Gryffindor though? Is she? I think if okay,
0: let's say <laughs> she didn't change. And she's been the same her whole life. I think she would have been like a Slytherin otherwise, because I had no way she's very yeah. No way she's a Hufflepuff. Like, <laughs> um. But otherwise, I, I guess Gryffindor. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Gryffindor is so hard to tell if someone's in the house because it's all over the place in the movies and books. So I'm like,
1: yeah, it's it's hard to tell because I think a lot of people put this light on Gryffindor where, where now it's all undesirable I feel like now they put this view on, oh, everybody wants to be in Gryffindor and now it's undesirable kind of thing. So like there's different types of all the different houses. There's different types of Gryffindors. Like there's mm-hmm. different ways you can be brave and courageous and however you like how you emulate a different house, just how there's different ways you can be loyal, and uh, there's different ways you can be smart and cunning, and all these different things. And it, it really just depends on the person. I think a lot of the books don't really take that in consideration and take it more as a family passive like yeah sure sure you're there and you're um you sort of have like a slight choice but it's kind of like this family thing because sure Draco's in Griffin or sorry I said I almost almost said Draco's in Draco. or fan <laughs> sure Draco is in Slytherin but it it seems that like a lot of all of these people who are in Slytherin are put into this evil eye. It would have been really cool to not saying that it's cool. The death eaters are cool at all. I'm saying to see different perspectives of it, not all of them being Slytherin, Yeah, you know, because now it's just snake. It's evil. Like I get the whole pure blood thing with uh, Salazar Slytherin. Like I understand that's kind of also a different storyline, um there's just different things that jkr could have done with the different houses you know or yeah with the writing but you know there's a whole bunch of plot holes in the stories so yeah can- i agree
0: i think that um going like i think sh- sh- jkr thought that we like people were gonna be in the same houses throughout like in their families, but so many people love to break family traditions and be like go against their parents or anything or be different from their siblings. So I, the only person who's like like this in Harry Potter is serious. No one else is really like that. And most people are in the same house or in this, like no person that I really know in real life is like their whole family is like one house. It's mostly two houses. Most of the time it's two or three houses in their whole house. like yeah
1: my my family is full of either we've got two Ravenclaws one Slytherin and a Hufflepuff uh
0: I don't I know my my mom and I are both Ravenclaws um in very different ways um my sister is a Slytherin I don't know my dad's house I've never asked um but that's all I know I would assume that my older brother is a Ravenclaw if I had to guess
1: I just guess my dad was a Slytherin, but, like, not, like, in his own way. Like, the way that I think, the the way that I know he thinks is kind of the way that I analyze that. It's like, he thinks, like, he's a Slytherpuff. He, if he wasn't a Slytherin, he would be a Hufflepuff. Like, there is this, like, in-between, like, like, oh, wow, I can definitely tell that. And then my, my mom and my brother are very similar, and they're right, both very much Ravenclaw's. I think if my dad were put into a house,
0: I think he would be a Slytherin. So we're very much like split house, my house and, uh, and my household. I don't know, my, but um, I have gone back to the plot holes. I do agree that there are tons of plot holes in um, the movies and books. And people are like, it's like, obviously, there's, there are always going to be plot holes in a lot of things. Like, yeah. she built a world, but there are a lot of like, Things that could have been answered or fixed really easily that I like that a she either forgot or b just didn't care to answer or fix like I don't know it's weird.
1: I just think she ignored it because it, it just touches upon like there's a plot hole in one book that they don't go back to and why would you address it like I, from that type of standpoint I would understand you're know, like it's an old plot hole po- it's an old plot hole whatever. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but yeah there always are going to be different problems and different universes that people make to and create which is super cool and that's the way i think like using our imagination and creating these whole different worlds and there will be plot holes there will be things that you can't explain because we don't have it in this universe Mm -hmm. in this point of time harry potter This might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like, yes, Harry Potter is the way that he is, but it's very much justified in a way because he really just grew up like literally under almost under a rock because he grew up with like no social skills. So how do we, like, how do we expect this character to have all these social skills right away? Like, we we hate on him for hating on Neville, but that's kind of, like, his love language in a way because that's what he grew up knowing. And, like, it's not okay, but there's also no one there to teach him that it's not okay. And so I think there's plenty of points or, like, I don't know if J.K.R. went, and made a character like that on purpose or wrote it on purpose like that and if I'm over over-analy- over analyzing it or if he's just just or if Harry Potter is just a jackass but <laughs> um but I think- there are there are justifications for some of his actions because you look back at it and you're like we grow up with a certain amount of love and compassion in your, your life and you learn how to deal with people and talk to people and he didn't get that and the fact that he even made friends to begin with is like crazy <laughs> I think that Harry is one of those cases where he could have
0: it almost was almost but he realized at a certain point where I think where things were going wrong where he was almost one of those cases where it was the abuse become became the abuser yes and I think he realized early on that that's not what he wanted because of certain things he was saying or doing um but i think since he was surrounded by people who were really loving and caring he became a really good and better person um yeah
1: and i and i just really think that i think harry potter we don't give him enough credit that he's very much traumatized
0: (laughs) yeah he gets not a lot enough love for being the main character and i'm like hello
1: hello like yes he is a moody teenager but who he literally reminds me of my brother being a moody teenager like come on guys
0: like he's so funny in the books who doesn't love a sarcastic teenage boy (laughs) right (laughs) like one of my favorite things he says is there's no oh there's no reason I think I wish I could remember exactly what it was I think he said there's no reason to call me sir professor
1: like it is the funniest thing ever and I think also one more thing Talking about different characters, I also think that Hermione was kind of put in a box, and I just I wish that they there could have been more on Hermione. I I wish they couldn't have made just I didn't I wish they didn't really like. Sure, we love the chemistry of her and Ron, but making that a whole thing like I wish there would have been. She was more of like this. I don't know. She just seemed kind of like the smart friend and that's all that she was there for and I was like why can't there be more of more than just that if that makes in, sense I don't know how to word it
0: I feel like in like, the book she's not really like that in the movie she's very much like that and I very much hate the relationship between her and Ron in the movies and the books it's yeah. more it's more like relaxed and not as yeah no, like in the movies it's so pushy and I'm like this is disgusting. okay so
1: I don't like I didn't remember that right away from the books and I don't remember I was trying to remember if it was more like like you said relaxed if it was more mellow than like how they perceived it in the movies but in the movies we'll just agree that that whole the whole thing was awkward I bet it was also just adding on top the whole growing up together on set so it was just weird and forced so like I don't know it'd been cool to see her more of like this cool badass Hermione she, like is this badass wizard fighting bad guys instead of her kissing Ron you know like why couldn't they have been fighting the battle more instead of mm. like I guess that it's like the whole thing but they could have just like looked at each other and like made googly eyes at each other and like went to fight like we we get we we get it we get it they, they've I been think in it's love because people since... really wanted
0: it um I think yeah. they kissed in the books I don't know I don't remember that I think I it's because I didn't either. really care for Ron and Hermione as a couple so I'm like, <laughs> um on another okay on the last character note um yes. here's where people are gonna say one. i'm gonna say one thing and people are gonna be like "Oop, gotta do i <laughs> really like snape as an anti-hero <laughs> i like snape as okay i i was okay i like snape's character but there are reasons why and they're obviously i'm not a snape apologist because snape did really mm. shitty things like you don't need to hit kids with books like and you don't need to terrorize people like why would you do that and Why did you join the dark side in the first place? And like and obviously he only joined the order for Lily. Like why? But he was a good anti-hero. He was like in the writing portion, he was really only doing things to benefit himself that were to benefit himself, which is what anti-heroes do. And that's why I thought he was generally written as a good anti-hero, but as a character. I have mixed feelings because he does really shitty things. But also, some of the things he says or does is kind of funny, just in my opinion. Um, <laughs> because I'm an asshat.
1: <laughs> you just look at the behavior he, he does. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just like, it goes back to the, I, th- I haven't stolen anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, she's like, he, I think, I think I said this in an episode, or maybe I had this conversation with someone after an episode about how Snape really doesn't like Hermione, and for anyone who doesn't know, I really don't like Hermione at all, like, books, movies, period, blowing pig, period, um, I think Hermione is really annoying, and basically, Snape also really hates Hermione, so <laughs> he thinks Hermione is a know-it-all, well, basically, he says it in the third one, that he thinks that she's a know-it-all, um, but, it, It's really annoying. Like if I knew someone like Hermione in real life, I think I would off myself. Like people like that are so annoying. Like know it alls, and like they always generally rub it in your face. And I'm glad that there are teachers who find that shit annoying.
1: (laughs) See, like I think I'm, I'm just I'm a Hermione sympathizer (laughs) a little bit. Cause yes, I find that annoying, but I know I. I've also grew up with, like, many people like that. So I've grown to um, get used to it. But Hermione is definitely, my mom is a Hermione type. Sorry, I just had to say that. (laughs) Um, She is definitely making up for her not growing up and knowing. I mean, Harry didn't know he was a wizard. But, like, also being muggle-born, you know, like, I feel like she's compensating for that. And by knowing all of it and studying all of it, which I could understand to a certain point of view. But then there is definitely that point where it's like too much. But for for a little kid or like for that age, it definitely makes sense because you're so insecure. And when that insecurity, you have to prove yourself worthy. And that's why I sympathize with her. But not but not like dismissing that her behavior is like definitely irritating (laughs) if like as a classmate
0: it's really annoying um but i obviously like i get what you mean but i know like if she were let's say she wasn't a wizard um she would definitely be like that still
1: yeah (laughs) you know what that's true i think the only reason why i sympathize with it is because of that but you never know. I, I I don't I don't understand it because I'm not good at studying and being a good student, so there's that. Um, I, I just think Hermione voluntary. could have been written better. I think her, Hermione could have been written better, and they really perceived her as being annoying girl, and an and an annoying girl, and you know. That's not necessarily like the best for feminism and all that. But, you know, (laughs) that could be said. And, you know, I've definitely also been one of those annoying girls or annoying friends to tag along. And I don't know. I'm glad that instead of them continuing to treat her like that in, like, the books and the movies, like, Hermione being, like, annoying and stuff, they actually become friends. And I'm glad Hermione made friends. (laughs) I very much relate to Ron and Harry, how they kind
0: of, like, ran, like, either they, they would procrastinate, one, and two, like, and homework that they actually knew, like, they would actually do it. But any homework that they didn't care about, they would just write random answers they did that once for their divination homework, and then Tre- Trelawney like loved it. It was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> um, um, that is canon, that. by the way. Um, anyway, so moving on to, oh, are you done? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, to hot take, kind of a mix of Harry Potter and Marvel. Um, I also I think this is something that just really bothers me. Um, is that People who, like, uh, if you say, like, uh, that you don't really like a character, and then people get so mad at you, or, like, and, like, it doesn't really matter, like, why you don't like them, I feel like, like, it's your opinion, like, your your opinion's not gonna change if I don't, like, if I say I don't like Hermione, like, nothing's gonna change that I don't like Hermione, unless J.K.R. rewrote the Harry Potter books, I'm like, wow, I like her better now, like, no, I just find Hermione very irritating and annoying
1: yeah I would have to agree with that like or or on the opposite end, where people are gatekeeping of characters I'm like yes. where I'm like I say or it's something like all the line. So like I like this character and I also like this or I simp for this character but I also simp for this character like mm, you can't do that I'm like what do you mean you're like well if you simp for this character it must mean that you simp for this character it's like no <laughs> No, I was like, that's not how that works. You're not me. <laughs> kind of was like, dude, you're not the person finding that person attractive. Like, what? Nah. <laughs> and like, those or- people who are like, where
0: I'm like, oh, well, I think this person inserts this name is the strongest Avenger. And then instantly sparks an argument. Or well, people will people make an edit about someone? And then randomly a comma will say, this person is the strongest Avenger. And then it, comments go wild and I'm like what the fuck this edit is about Captain Marvel and people are talking about Wanda like what I was like "Uh, okay it's weird can people just let edits be like people are going to have their opinions nothing is going to change people's opinions until like even though people like Kevin Feige has stated that Wanda is clearly the strongest and stuff like that in the MCU comics like an MCU are different like it's I don't know stuff like that is so utiny. I don't know I can't stand the strongest Avenger argument anymore. I'm like, this shit is so irritating.
1: Um yeah, it's it's I feel like it's over since most of the like Avengers are like dead. Dead <laughs> <laughs> gone <laughs> or like first generation Avengers. Yeah.
0: The only one who's not dead, I'll wait Wayne Hulk and Thor are still there. But Thor's last movie is coming out, so I'm so excited.
1: I love the, I love all the Thor movies. And then Bruce if is gonna, gonna the be second Hulk.
0: Avengers. We stand Bruce Banner in this house. I'm we the stand same. Bruce Banner. If you're an INTP, stand up. You're the best. I didn't. I can't stand up,
1: but I'm sitting. Um, ENFP over you know, here, but you know. Wait, what are you? ENFP. P, me and Peter Parker sitting over here. Me and a Bruce Banner over here,
0: <laughs> and um, and MJ, and a um, Natalie Portman's character, whatever she. Who does she play? Actually,
1: I think Tony Stark is also, or maybe it's just Robert Downey Jr. It's either one of those are also an ENFP.
0: <laughs> um, Rob, or er, uh, Tony Stark is an ENTP.
1: So it's probably Robert Downey Jr. Then.
0: Um, oh, and then the Hank Pym is an INTP, And there are a lot of, basically all the smart characters in Marvel are INTP because I hate that stereotype because I'm a dumb, I'm a dumb as shit INTP. So I'm like, why? <laughs> why heart emoji
1: anyway can can so Ken, are you Ken. do you Ooh. want me to see this <laughs> see the spoilers for eternals so oh
0: yeah um okay spoilers for eternals in three oh i would suggest okay not psych that countdown was a lie i would suggest skipping a little bit um um until later yes yeah, skipping a hot minute not not minute but skip it a, a minute but uh anyway eternal spoilers in three two one
1: okay so one of my hot takes is um the, they did uh, so they did Icarus and Circe's like love like they made it I feel like they made it intentionally like really awkward I feel like it they did weird. that intentionally. <laughs> like weird. Like, I like so many questions. <laughs> like from the moment that they met, like that was there was some because I feel like they made it so that it there was they just built up this weird tension. And I feel like they could have done it better, sure. But there's a reason why. And because of this, and I think internally, because of all this weird Cersei drama, is the reason why everybody, like, yes, of course we hate Icarus because of the shit that he does, but I have to, I have to say, the way that they just turned on their mission so fast because of humans, like, I guess, but like, the way (laughs) that they just- did not like wait <laughs> what you guys are like beings like you guys are immortal beings and you like sure we're diff- like humans are different but how did you guys just make that decision so fast
0: well like- I think okay I think Ajax was probably Ajax what the soap no Ajax was probably thinking about it for a while um and also maybe humans have lasted longer than other places um because okay, yeah. it was 7000 years right so mm-hmm. and that's a long time but obviously other planets time works differently so maybe it just for them it was longer but obviously other all the other turtles i think except for ajax their memories are wiped so
1: i feel like there's a bunch of potholes in that movie there is but-
0: <laughs> Like, okay, the one question, why did Icarus leave Cersei for so long? That question was never fucking answered. So and they talked the about reason, it so many times. The reason
1: I think the reason why it was uh, he left was because he didn't want to break the secret or like tell her the secret. I was like, dude, did, why did you why didn't they just put in there that he just wanted to fuck other people? Like he's gonna go fuck Sprite. No, oh kidding. god, oh god that's so
0: gross <laughs> and i just found out today that i didn't realize Sprite became a human at the end of the movie because she's a literal child that still needs to grow up
1: <laughs> i totally forgot I was, just like, I was just like i i get that sprite was like that in the comments com comics comics and how sprite was in love with icarus but why couldn't they just taken that out of the movie that like didn't need- happen <laughs> okay i knew that
0: spoiler i found out that, okay that's another thing that made me really mad was i knew like half of the internal spoilers before i saw the movie i knew the harry styles one the one with Cer- or sprite being in love with icarus um and then um uh, a lot of the the druid stuff where my, beauti- my beautiful 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 Maca- or i can't do it this end. kari did you miss me anyway that man is so beautiful anyway um
1: shout out shout out to him our man <laughs> i'm i'm a- okay but like i like i i'm also on oh, that I, Icarus just betrays them. I know that one too I just I think it's because I'm also in love with Richard Madden. That's that's who I'm talking about. Not I don't know. I'm like blending up like Steve Rogers plus Richard Madden. <laughs> Steve like
0: Madden is a company.
1: <laughs> I realized that now. <laughs> I knew that once I said it, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> no, but I've been in love with Richard Madden since Cinderella, so. I also love Scottish accents, so I think that's where I'm like leaning towards Icarus, but like Icarus's character did drive me nuts. And Druid was definitely stoic. Fuck. Yeah. This is just eternal shit talk now.
0: Welcome to Eternal Shit Talk with
1: me, me and Emily. <laughs> like Everybody was, like, the, I don't think the movie was as shitty as people, people think it was, but, like, it it, it it could have been better. Yeah,
0: there were a lot of plot holes. I think that was my biggest um, upset about it.
1: And
0: I feel like it was kind of obvious that someone was going to betray.
1: Yeah. And it was pretty obvious that it was Icarus. I don't know. Like... I kind of like the storyline with Athena. Yeah. I like that they were all named after um, mythology. stuff. I only knew a couple of them. Um,
0: and then I saw a video that was explaining all the mythology stuff and it was really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of already knew all of it because I am a little bit of a mythology nerd. But, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I am too, to a certain extent. I knew.
1: No, I knew most of them. Um I think I didn't know. I didn't know where
0: Ajax came from. I knew some of them were too different from their normal names so I didn't catch them, but I knew Gilgamesh, I knew Cena. Yes. Um I think I didn't catch Circe because Circe was spelled so differently, but yes. once I realized what Circe was, I was like, "Oh." I knew Icarus. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't know. Um, I should have is known. It Icarus Sprite. spelled
1: different than the name. Or, yeah.
0: Icarus okay. is with a C instead of a K and then a U instead of an I. That's,
1: that's how I recently spelled it out to look up um, something for something. <laughs> and nothing came out. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going with that? Um, oh, but yes. uh, I should have known
0: Sprite. It took me a second. But I didn't know Fastos and Macari and Drig and Ajax and Kingo were spelled too different or like were too different from normal mythology so I didn't get Mm -hmm. it um but the rest were really easy to tell but I I think it was really interesting
1: it was really cool and my whole thing was like they also look like they stayed in one place for a while so like how do they all know like where to find each other that Exactly, but like where the different mythology comes from, where their names came from in different mythology, like that's super cool. I get that, but like, did they travel a lot because they didn't specify that they did travel well. a lot
0: because they're shown in like Babylon and okay, whenever they first arrive in Mesopotamia and they're shown in chitlan and um, all that stuff. And that's, that's just that's, that's the, that's the one thing that the world.
1: I- Okay, cool. Like, that was and one question. Some and. of them
0: are answered. Some of their mythology stuff, some of them are not answered. Like, Athena's was answered and Icarus was answered and Gilgamesh was answered. Circe's um, wasn't. Yeah, no, a couple of them were answered in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them were not. So. That's um, fine. Like,
1: whatever. I don't know. Do you think they're going to make another Eternals movie or do you think that they're going to Is it's it's just gonna be?
0: They are making another Eternals movie. I thought it's supposed to. Or no, wait. I think it. Fuck. I can't remember. Either they're making a second Eternals movie. They're supposed to appear at the end of Phase Four.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I don't know. They they should at least like, if they don't want to put all that money into another Eternals movie, I understand. But if uh, I, if they're going to make um a dark uh no what is it? a black knight it's not dark night because it's not batman oh no moon knight what what um kate harrington's character is gonna be
0: oh um fuck me
1: the uh, reason why he even brought the sword out is because he wanted to go get cersei so like Oh my God! And in the comics, name? they're actually in love with each other. So. Uh, yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. What is his name? It's not the Dark Knight or a Dark Knight because that's Batman. It's, it's like Black something. It's like th- Black. Is it on Black Knight?
0: No. oh my God, what is his name?
1: That's gonna bother but, yeah. that me. That could be Moon
0: Knight is uh, Oscar Isaac. That's coming out soon.
1: And then there's gonna be another character with him. Black, oh,
0: it's it is Black Knight. Okay, (laughs) I thought it was something else anyway. Yeah, no, he's Black Knight. Um, but I think okay, either because someone said we're supposed to see them again in 2023, the Eternals, and or like, and so either that means they're appearing at the end of phase four or they're the beginning of phase five. So I think we're gonna get a second Eternals movie. Okay, to be honest, because they can't just hopefully it's better. I just it want was the a good be movie better. and I think since they like the first movie did do pretty well and I got a, a lot of good feedback. I think that um
1: I don't think Icarus is Icarus is dead.
0: I think they'll bring him back and he'll like he'll just be recreated.
1: Something like that. Like an eternal dying from the sun. Like I get the like what it was supposed to represent, like for him, but like that makes no sense. <laughs> like, but it in the end, I was like, sure, sun. I guess is powerful. I guess sure.
0: Um, but uh, well, yeah, no, it it could have
1: killed. I think the sun is power. It's a star. It can definitely kill him. Yeah, um, it could have killed him. Maybe uh, what's his face took him back before he actually flew all the way into the sun. The celestial. Yeah. I can't remember. It
0: starts with an A and it ends with an M. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I do. I do think we're gonna get a second Eternals movie. Otherwise, we're just gonna be left with a huge cliffhanger. And I'm like, and we're and we're getting introduced to more Marvel characters. So I'm like,
1: uh, what? I'm so excited for this next phase. Like, phase five or the rest of phase four? The rest of phase four. Like, I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I uh, still haven't seen the rest of the Hawkeye show that we have, or we have the Hawkeye show, and then we have the next Spider Man movie or that's coming out next month. Do you think Andrew you and Toby are going to can't see my face, but I'm appear? very excited. What? Do you think Andrew and Toby are
1: going to appear? I do. I do think so. I just, but I feel bad for Andrew because everybody, literally everybody keeps asking about him about it. Like, are you going to be in the new Spider Man movie? Like, literally, when he was being interviewed for TikTok. <laughs> I know that's because everyone wants like, to know. I'm like, dude, don't you know? Like, it's a secret, <laughs> and they like, want to see if they'll spill. Yeah, yeah, no, like it would be excited to know. But if it's just all the villains from their movies, it, I wouldn't be disappointed either. So, I still think it'll be a good movie. It's a Spider Man movie, yeah. I'm it's actually a not a
0: Spider Man, but. I am excited. Do you do you
1: think Venom is going to be in the movie?
0: Okay, I think if the three Spider Mans aren't in it, Venom will be in it. But I think if the three Spider Men, three Spider Mans are in it, then Venom uh, won't be in it.
1: That makes sense. But it, it it would be cool to see Venom in it. Maybe he'll be in it for the next movie. This is the last Spider Man movie. Last Spider Man movie. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Tom Holland said that this felt like like the ending, like a sweet bitter end or whatever.
1: Okay. Well, does that mean that he that's it's the end of um, Spider-Man in the MCU or Tom Holland in the MCU? I actually don't know. I
0: guess we'll find so- out. I he said something about it being like the end. I guess, but like we're getting Spider-Man freshman year. I actually I feel like I literally don't want more of like. Peter Parker I would like Miles Morales please I don't want Peter Parker anymore I would like other spider characters please I'm so sick of Peter Parker to be honest the hot take because okay. we kind of avoided hot takes for a hot second I'm really sick of Peter Parker um I would love to have other characters like Miles Morales um uh like Gwen Stacy um Silk um like stuff like and Spider Woman um other characters like them because they're interesting. Obviously, yeah, I would have to agree. If we if we're
1: if we're, but, intri- if we're introducing um like the new characters such as Kate Bishop, that would definitely be a good leading point to a different Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I I'm really like I'm I've seen we've seen so much like Spider-Man, like the same Spider-Man over and over. It was finally nice to see Miles Morales and other Spider characters in the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. If you've never seen that movie, go watch it. It is really, really good. The cinematography is also really it's beautiful.
1: Amazing. Um, Are they coming out with another one?
0: Yes. I just don't know when it's supposed to come out. Um, but uh it's really good. But I would love to see other spider characters. I know Miles Morales is generally a fan favorite character. Um,
1: so it would it would be really cool to see where it goes. I am excited to see, like, if it is possible that they're bringing back Wanda's kids. It's possible for like the new like Phase Four and stuff. So
0: I hope to do. I really am hoping that fa- obviously we know what's coming for the rest of Phase Four. I'm really hoping that X Men is in Phase Five. I desperately want X Men to come into. But I have like I, I have mixed feelings about X Men because if we get the same 20 X Men we keep getting in all the other movies, I'm going to off myself because I don't want to see the same characters keep getting recasted. And then We don't need
1: to them. see another Mystique. We do not need to see another Mystique. We do not. To we don't need, need to see another Xavier. We do not need to see another <laughs> like, like Magneto. Um, we Magneto also, or... please do
0: not recast Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. No! did such a great job that we do not need to see him. Please, like, see another Wolverine. Like also, if we do get another Mystique, please just put her in fucking clothes. Like, Mystique wears clothes in the comics. Put her in clothes. Um, like, please give I... us like put give us mutants that we haven't seen before, please.
1: Oh, be nice. we got like we got very little of. That's mm-hmm. all I'm asking. I would I would love to see other ones or um, bring bringing in the I like have you seen i don't know if it, i don't think it's a part of marvel like uh through disney but it was like the new mutants movie yeah i heard it was, it was like, terrible and i heard it was not it wasn't refreshing. great because it just was jumbled like you didn't know what was going on you didn't know what was happening most of the movie like you didn't know where they were coming from or or you know whatever bear they're talking about and how it was connected to it 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 was just so convoluted and I really liked the idea of like making something like a comp like like that like through the comments like comics like how that was a thriller how that was like super cool how they tried to turn that into a movie but um
0: that group who's in the movie those group of mutants they are a team um, in the yeah comics. they are um and as rain sinclair i would love to see rain sinclair in the mcu but the idea of wolfsbane um in uh the mcu it's a lot of cgi for whoever has to act as her um i uh, that's a lot yeah. of because wolfsbane is obviously a human um but i was also like she can be a wolf like so it's like it's a lot of like twilight and then she could also be like a wolf like a, like a humanoid wolf, like you know, like that shitty editing in Harry Potter. Imagine, like, 10 times better. They can't make her look like shit. Like, so if they do put Rain Sinclair in the X Men, the CGI and editing has to be really good. That's the only downside is that acting with that is probably going to be hard as shit if they cast someone as Rain Sinclair.
1: It would so. be really cool because oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. The one who originally played her in the movie. That I just saw. Oh, that I know who you're talking
0: about—the Game of Thrones girl.
1: Yes, I—I I mean, she's okay. She was okay for like the storyline that they had. I don't think it was the same storyline through the comics, or it was similar, but it was weird. I—I I don't know. Anyway, you could probably tell me this her storyline, but like I don't. Remember I can't. It, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about right now. But I want you to tell me later because like. Anyway, she would. it would be cool to see her and that the actress in the Marvel Universe anyway, as a mutant. It, it, I like that actress.
0: Marvel, if you ever listen to this, I would love to be an X-Men um, or as a superhero. I should get Twitter and then be one of those people who tweets that they want to be a superhero, and then people put edits of like, and then I'm a superhero. Boom, I'm manifesting this. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> I- um, hot take. Um,
0: hot take Marvel this is kind in of, a movie.
1: Nope, yep, yep. <laughs> so we can, I'm gonna start talking about Marvel, but like also, I don't know, Marvel, Peter Parker. I get that it's Tom Holland and Tom Holland is playing it. I just find it so weird trying, like, finding him attractive. <laughs> like, I find Tom Holland attractive, but I don't find Peter Parker attractive because he's Me supposed too. to be like fifteen. And like, I guess that you're like shifting to be like older. I was like, nah, no thanks, not not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, I find <laughs> Tom Holland attractive. I do not find Peter Parker attractive at all. I've never. I think it's Peter the Parker American attractive. accent. <laughs> um, uh, I I his American accent is very good. Um yeah. but uh I I think it's not right for New York, but his it's it's very good otherwise. He could definitely pull off if he were just some random kid, like he was like, go pull a prank. Um but um oh I think it's because whenever we first saw Tom Holland in the MCU, he just looked like a baby. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I couldn't take him. Through. He was twenty one, I think, whenever he entered the MCU. Or maybe no. He was younger than that. He was probably like twenty, and he was baby, and I I don't know. It's just I couldn't do it. He looked so young, and I was like, no.
1: And I was-, was just it was just like looking back on it, and I just I think it's more of the way that he plays his character, which is great, yeah. and I really like. I think he plays his character great, really good, and, and I like how they portrayed him as like a real high schooler versus the other ones. Where it's not like it's they don't even look like high
0: schoolers where Tom Holland
1: generally kind of looks like a high schooler. Yeah. And I think that was really well put. And I like the way that they put him in that awkward in a romantic relationship, like how awkward it was at first. You know, I like I like the way they made it realistic to like real high school versus like other movies that don't usually do it as realistic. And they made, like, I don't know, like, I've, I've seen the other movies, but they make it less, I quote unquote, sexual. Yeah. Like, they don't sexualize him at all. Probably well, because Which he's I, only, like,
0: a high school student.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they, they did it a couple times in the other movies. But, like, not a whole lot, just enough where it's, uh, there's a difference between the two. Or between tom holland's spider-man and the other spider-man mm-hmm. um, <laughs> hot take uh, Andrew hot Garfield, take. best spider-man
0: i uh i actually talked about this in the first episode so i'm not going to give my opinion oh. on it because i already said it okay um if you want to <laughs> listen to it uh i, I, I already know you're <laughs> not you think, the band, oh sorry it's billy uh if you guys want to know my opinion on um so my favorite spider-man or any kind of spider-man major opinion um you can listen to our Marvel movies predictable with Giselle it's the very first episode why are you listening to this episode if you haven't listened to the first one go listen to it anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um me I'm great at um marketing <laughs> no just kidding I love it
1: <laughs> um, I can just say my, I'm just gonna say hot takes least favorite ships. I, I, oh. I do not, I do not ship Nat and Bucky. Ew, I do not ship Nat and Steve. No, I, I Nat with in, like Nat with anybody. Nat and Bruce kind of ship because I just it was cute, but like Nat was just a badass woman and she. I don't know. Just the shipping with her, I think, is eh. No. I do not. Hot take. I think a lot of people will agree with me. Steve deserved a lot better than to travel back in time to Peggy. That I... was oh, a bullshit mm-hmm. thing. No. Go, go ahead. I like the idea of Bruce and Nat, but the portrayal of it is nasty in yeah, April. Time. Yeah. I like the idea of it, but oh, it was okay. just not portrayed well. I just don't think there was also between the actors. There wasn't a lot of chemistry. And then I, I uh, Roman
0: Rogers is—they're just friends. They're this proves that people can't tell the difference between female and males being f- really good friends, and then and it's a same romantic. With Chris mind. Evans and, it's,
1: and Scarlett Johansson, like, like it proves people that people like,
0: can't tell the difference it between like them being really good friends in a relationship. Like they have. They have, they no, they're friends. It's clearly friends. They've never, it's never been romantic. There's nothing romantic about the two of them, and, um, um, like I see why people ship them, but I really, I'm really not for it. They are such good friends, um, so yeah. And then I like, I like comic Bucky and Nat, but I don't like MCU Bucky and oh.
1: Nat. Oh, comic. Okay, yeah, comic yeah I have to agree with that, <laughs> <have to> agree <laughs> yeah. With that. yeah no because <laughs> <laughs> anyway I just the way that people portray like from the comics Nat and like make fan art between like Marvel's Bucky and Nat looking instead of like the sticking with the comic books was the what was where I was getting like Hmm, okay but other than that like it's fine like you can you can have have your ships like t- going back to harry potter there's a lot of them that i do not agree with 100 same with marvel um i think and we should go into shifting now
0: yeah so uh i have a lot of shifting hot takes but obviously i've talked about a lot of them on my account over time um I'm not going to talk about all of them on this episode because obviously we're towards the end of the episode, so I don't have a lot of time in the world, Um, but a lot of them are really obvious, like, don't, don't do stuff, like, don't, don't do stuff, heart emoji, (laughs) just kidding, (laughs) but like, don't, like, people who script traumatic stuff, for fun, like, we talked about scripting, or Sydney and I talked about scripting traumatic events in the third episode, go ahead and watch it, and is scripting traumatic events even worth it? Um, we talk about it more in depth, but why do people do this for fun? That is the worst idea I've ever heard. It's for spice. No, it's for trauma, you dumbass. You're going to ruin your life if you do it. You're just asking for, thinking about this for days and days and days on end, and you're, you're going to regret it once you experience it or
1: have those memories in your mind. Yeah hot take do not force shifting on yourself and hot take it's not a chore if it becomes a chore of you trying to shift take a break yeah like this Hamilton song says take a break come on <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay
0: I am also like not for people doing like uh uh like Okay, this is like a huge debate. Obviously, like anything you script or do, like we can't stop you. It's your own DR. Like you can do whatever you want. This is generally just our opinion reminding you for the twentieth time. You can get as mad as us at you want, like as you want. This is just our opinion or my opinion or whatever. A- okay, the idea of aging yourself up or down. I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify a couple things. I think the best idea with this, people there's like the people have tons of different opinions, I realize about aging. Yourself on TikTok. My opinion about this is that it's best if you age the characters up or down for you. I think that's the easiest, unless like the age gap is like really big. Then I say maybe try to meet in the m- middle, depending on how old you are. Um, I'm just like, I'm really, the thing I'm really not for is like 12 year olds, like making themselves adults. You are still a child. You have no you're like not ready to live life and be an adult like yet like you are going to freak out guaranteed like you are not ready for that um being like stuff as an adult is scary like don't (laughs) don't do it it's not worth it I promise Um, but I think it's just worth it to
1: change the character's age to fit you generally I also have to say this has been a debate on TikTok, and a lot of drama has occurred with it um, through the shifting community. Um, don't shift to escape your own reality. Don't do it. It is there, it is something that you can do to ex- to explore another reality, to experience another reality, not to escape your own and it might there might be some escapism in it and in in itself but don't using it don't use it as a coping mechanism um it's not healthy and you're really putting this weight onto shifting and and it it could be one of the reasons why you're not shifting because you're putting such this weight on it that you need this escape and I've been finding that out for myself. And I know that I've been like unintentionally doing that. And it, it's your own spiritual experience. And you you really, you have to find inner peace a little bit more before you shift fully. And i um, talking to all my friends who have shifted. Um, it is definitely... A very personal experience, and you really have to be so in tune with yourself spiritually. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it, it really is true. Talking to a lot of people who have already shifted,
0: yeah, I we've talked about this, um, using shifting as an escape method in a couple episodes. I know we for sure talked about it a little bit on the last episode um I check out this last episode my sister shifted question mark um, <laughs> um I know we've talked about it in a couple other episodes as well um but you put it in like really good like long descriptive terms um I, we literally really can't say it enough don't use shifting as an escape method it's not worth it in the long run we promise <laughs> um do you have any other
1: shifting hot takes um I think a lot of it is like Hot take, Little, but also advice. Like I don't yeah. know. Hot take. Um, don't fill your script up with scenarios. I feel. Oh a lot my of god! It- Hang on, I,
0: I have something to say after this.
1: Hang on. <laughs> I, I have to say this, for I, I I get it and I get like all thinking of these scenarios before bed and writing them down that's awesome but I feel like there's a difference between trying to force these scenarios on or all this thing or making content based off of these scenarios that you're trying to base let your dr be your dr and if you have these things that you want to happen that's great script them but don't script like have like 20 pages I don't know that just seems so excessive and I know some I mean I'm not judging you guys it just seems like a lot and again I feel like the less you have in your script the easiest the easier visualization would be I I, that's how I think of it you know I I
0: definitely agree I think scripting (laughs) scenarios like a little is okay I think because there's always some stuff you want to happen like let's be real yeah but it's if if you are over here scripting every little thing it's not you're not making your experience natural you're forcing everything you're Mm. making you're basically writing your a book about your experience like you're not you're not letting yourself have fun like you're you're taking this too seriously and I think it's like yeah relax a little bit like please um it's it's also it's weird like some of these some of the scenarios that people come up with are weird as hell like really weird (laughs) or like are crazy and super out of the ordinary and i'm like what the fuck like no and i i I don't understand people who have over like maybe like 20 i think 20 like if you have over 20 i'm like the fuck like no please like please obviously i can't stop you from writing scenarios but like
1: there's a point where it's excessive and forced you know Mm -hmm. I think yeah I think a lot of it is if you think of a scenario you write it down but don't script it like you think of a scenario write it down and maybe it'll happen you know um listening to a song or uh, maladaptive daydreaming whatever I think journaling is cool like you can instead of instead of putting a lot of stuff in your script, you can journal and use that as kind of a guide or something to reference when you're doing visualization. But I don't think, I think there's a difference between like visualization and like scenarios, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hot take, shift talk. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of accounts that I see where, they use, like I said, all of these different scenarios and they literally make stories that like act out things that could happen in their VR and they have so many views and likes. And I'm like, it's it's hard because they're like, well, yes, they haven't scripted. It, it's fun to watch. Like, this is a cool thing to watch. Like, oh, I might want to script that. in my like, it's cool, like motivation or whatever. But in the end, you're like, are you really sh- are you really scripting that? Cause that just seems very drawn out and like, okay. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. well, props on you for getting um, a bunch of followers off of uh, your sh- scripting scenarios, because that's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic either. That's kind of sounding sarcastic, but like, I think it's, and I know a lot of people who didn't in the, like in the past, like, say that they hadn't shifted yet and they got, like, a bunch of drama that they haven't shifted yet. But you got to love shift talk. I think my
0: the last, sh- uh, like, unpopular opinion or, like, you know, or, like, last hot take that I have, I, don't, I might have to be for the episode, is... um i shift talk drama is so unnecessary it's so and like unless something really important happens like someone lied but i'm so tired of people throwing accusations around that people are lying but no have no proof that this this creator is two-faced and has never met them is not friends with them so how would they know you don't know people through a screen unless you are actually friends with them like even like even emily and i right now i don't I kind of know her. I don't really know her because she lives multiple states away, but, and I met her a couple months ago, but, (laughs) but you, you, we really don't know our creators or people like uh, our content creators, like people listening to this. Most of you guys like don't really know me or don't really know Emily. Like stop thinking that, you know, your creators whenever you really don't. And Um, stop accusing people of lying and having no proof or like throwing around stupid accusations like they're racist or they're transphobic and you have no proof or you're just throwing around stuff so people would stop liking them like it's the dumbest thing ever you're this is not this is is, is like this is not a playground this is not high school anymore like even though a lot of you guys are in high school or middle school or whatever like this is ridiculous
1: like you guys social media is real life social media is real life so if you guys
0: love eating drama then go like have fun at school or something like this is this is stupid anyway now Um, that i'm done
1: talking about that (laughs) i would like to just before we wrap up i'd like to comment a little bit on that um with the can't like saying somebody did something like that doesn't sound like my draco well your draco and their draco are completely different people and also yes. putting um also putting different creators against each other who are with the same significant other in their dr yeah that's weird and um comparing their experiences that's also very inappropriate and they don't even like they're not even fighting like their dracos are different like or their fred weasleys are different whatever right I think a lot of different things I'm not a lot on shift talk for Marvel so I don't know how the drama is there or what is going on not as bad as Harry Potter okay but um I do have to say that um for a lot of people you can't say what is real and what's not even if you think it's fake, you can address or you can have, you can have questions, ask your questions. A lot of creators are like willing to answer your questions. And if something doesn't make sense, they would more than willing to answer your question, but you have to ask it respectfully. You have Mm -hmm. to go to them and you cannot treat, like if you talk to them a certain way or like you accuse them of something, they are just going to want to delete your comment and ignore you Or you stir up drama. They're just you're just stirring the pot. Like they're used to it by now. Mm -hmm. They're used to it by now, and you're just one of several people. If you have a question, something, bring it up respectfully, and start realizing that when you're on social media, you need to start acting like an adult because it's a lot of social media is made for adults. So. I think that's the last thing I had to say. So Yeah, that that's a good thought. I was going to
0: ask you any last yeah. thoughts, but no, that was a perfect last thought. <laughs> All right. But uh, thanks again for coming on and uh, talking about unpopular opinions or whatever. And you guys can go ahead and uh, catch a special episode next week. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thank you for having me.